Welcome to Shaping the Future of STEM, presented by Abbott. As a global health technology company committed to providing opportunities for students in science, technology, engineering, and math, we offer opportunities around the world, including our award-winning high school and college internship programs. Our goal is to provide experience in these important and growing fields for students who wouldn't normally have the chance, like girls and those from diverse backgrounds. I'm Mia Bain, and I'll be introducing you to some of our female high school and college interns as they interview women who work as scientists and engineers here at Abbott. Today, you'll meet intern Fiona Harley as she speaks with Zaina Bawamudu. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the podcast. I'm this episode's host, Fiona Harley. I'm a student at the University of California, Los Angeles, majoring in biology and engineering. I spent the last two summers participating in Abbott's high school STEM internship program. I'm happy to speak with this episode's guest. Hello, Zaina, and thank you so much for being with us today. Hello, Fiona. It's a pleasure to be here, and it's very nice to meet you. Thank you. You too. I'd like to start by asking you to tell us a little bit about your career and the work you do at Abbott. I've been at Abbott for a total of 15 years, and I've been in the microbiology uh, department for most of those years. As a microbiologist, my main function really is to ensure that uh, the product that we're making is uh, free or minimal to uh, contamination. So all the work that goes into making a product, we have to make sure that it is uh, safe to use and it's not contaminated. So there's a lot of work that goes into that. Right, right. There, you're, all the work that you do is so interesting. I was just wondering, what drew you to the STEM field? Or was there someone significant in your life that just introduced you to STEM and you fell in love with it? Um, I'm not quite sure exactly, you know, where it happened. Um, but I do know from a very early age in elementary school, um, I was very interested in math and uh, science. We happen to live in an area uh, in Chicago by the University of Illinois Chicago Hospital. And we lived in an apartment uh, building that had only doctors and residents uh, that lived in the building. And uh, the babysitter for two of the doctors. And so I think just by way of um, life, uh, and, and it wasn't something that was sort of uh, I was conscious of, but I think at some point I started to pick that up. At 16, I went to work in an accounting firm at the Northwestern uh, Hospital in Chicago. And after a year, they actually approached me and said, you know, uh, we don't think you belong here. I think you enjoy interacting with the patients. Uh, a lot more. And so uh, that's really when I started focusing more on, uh, on medicine and science, uh, because actually I did like to sneak out and go hang out with the patients at the hospital. So it, it wasn't something that uh, happened, you know, overnight. I think it just by putting myself in situations that sort of geared me towards that path and made me more confident that I was following in the right path. Right. I really like um, how you're talking about the environment that you grew up in and how you're surrounded basically by the STEM field. Um, can you also talk to the importance of introducing our younger generation to the STEM field through like mentoring programs, like ones that you have participated in? 
a lot of my uh, uh, most proud moment working at Abbott is really interacting uh, with with uh, the kids uh, from seventh graders to project scientists, where they're as young as I, I believe five or six years old. And just seeing the excitement in their faces, they're so intrigued, they have so many questions, and just to see uh, their mind just thinking outside of the box. And I think it's such a reminder of why we got into STEM, why we love it. It's really to see, um, you know, those behind us so intrigued by it. And it brings the love that we had when we were younger too. And so that's one of the things I really, really enjoy uh, about working at Abbott is those opportunities to interact with younger uh, uh, kids who are interested in STEM because it really re-energizes your commitment to to the work that you're doing. Just a question, like if you were talking to your younger self, what advice would you offer about pursuing a career in STEM? I, I would just say keep being curious, keep asking questions, keep trying things. And that's sort of always been my theme. It's just uh, not focused so much on just the books, but just really, you know, anything that you find intriguing, curious, uh, just follow through with it. And and I think that I'm sort of like the same today. <laughs> I'm still curious about everything. And that makes me sort of like a forever student because I love learning new things. I love not knowing things and having to uh, figure it out. So that still stays with me. I love that philosophy of always just being so curious and always like being willing to try new things and everything and don't be afraid to fail, right? Definitely, definitely. Just to bring in an aspect of like culture, I was adopted at the age of one year, I think. Um, but I was adopted from China. I'm eth- ethnically Chinese. However, my mom is Irish and my dad is Korean Amer- Korean African American. And so I'm a very, very big mixture of a lot of cultures. And I think it, I, I also bring a different perspective into the world, right? And I think that having a cultural perspective in the science field is also very interesting to obtain. And um, as I'm assuming that you also work with scientists from across the globe, uh, do you ever find yourself facing any cultural barriers or do you see like science as a universal language? Like, are there any language barriers? Are there any like units that don't match up and you have to convert them again? Is there any challenges like that? Uh, I do get a chance uh, working as a divisional microbiologist. One of the areas is uh, sort of serving as a mentor and, and guidance and answering uh, questions to uh, counterparts in, in Ireland, uh, as well as um, uh, uh, Costa Rica. Uh, culturally, I don't think that there's a, uh, there's a lot of difference. I think we all sort of speak the scientific language. Um, maybe some, the way we spell things a little bit uh, uh, different, but I haven't really uh, found any difficulty in interacting with uh, counterparts from other parts of the world. I can't tell if that's because of my own personal background, uh, being born in in West Africa, in Ghana. Uh, I was born and raised there until about eight years old. I moved to uh, with my father to Chicago in the Midwest, and then moved to California when I was uh, 19, and I've lived here for the last uh, 20 years. And so. I sort of see myself as also sort of an international person. So uh, if my own personal background sort of maybe I don't notice uh, the differences. I, I did grow up speaking uh, the, the Queen's English <laughs> in, in, in Ghana. So 
and uh, hence the accent where most people cannot place their finger on where the accent is coming from. And I think I just kind of dragged the British accent with the Midwest accent and now the Cali vibe and you got a whole mix of whatever that is. But uh, but, but no, I, I think uh, to me it's universal. I, I haven't seen any difference in working with my counterparts. I, I think um, the language of, of seeking information and respect and uh, sort of uh, treating each other, well, keeping in mind that there might be difference, uh, but, you know, questions and having that patience done well for me. And, and again, it could be my own background. <laughs> I'm not sure yet. During my internship, I also had to correspond with people in Ireland, right? Because of my background, I think I think I understood the time change a lot more. Receiving emails at three o'clock in the morning was very very <laughs> normal. Um, but I do I love I love your perspective on cultural and how it has actually enhanced your whole STEM experience. I'm actually uh, curious from your uh, very fascinating uh, background. How do you think that sort of uh, impacts you or, or sort of either an advantage to how you deal with uh, others that are from different backgrounds? Do you think it's uh, something that has helped you or, or, or hinder you in some ways? Oh, I definitely think it's something that will help you because as I've said before, like understanding multiple cultures just introduces you to new perspectives new perspectives of the world and just I feel like when you hang out with people um, and you spend time around people who are not your culture that's really where you grow as an individual and just becoming cognizant of like who you are and where you are in the world and who's around you I think that can just better develop your interpersonal skills right and as you were talking about because yes I I do agree you have very good interpersonal skills uh, very friendly persona um, and I think that does come a lot from just understanding, trying to understand people, being willing to accept their culture, being willing to understand that they may not be the same culture. However, that doesn't make a difference. Like you're still going to work together. You're still corresponding. You're still like part of the same race. You're all part of the human race, right? Absolutely. I think that anything that you're interested in, in STEM, uh, along with anything in life, if the opportunity presents itself, Go for it. Uh, I, I think what you're doing is amazing. Um, I wish I had this level of internship <laughs> uh, that when I was younger, honestly. And I think that's one of the things that makes me so involved in this uh, in these programs that Abbott offers to, to young people is recognizing that I didn't have that. I didn't have that. I may have had sort of a peripheral influence, you know, sort of unconscious, you know, influence in my upbringing uh, in STEM, but it wasn't outright programs, uh, mentorship, someone holding my hand and helping guiding. And so I had a lot of, uh, I took the longest way ever, <laughs> you know, to, to getting into STEM and, and, and being the first in my family, particularly interested in STEM, not so much uh, going to college or, or, or something that, but I, I was the one that was interested in, in, in the sciences. And so there wasn't really anyone that I could talk to. So it was a lot of uh, uh, mistakes. Uh, if just something as simple as uh, academia, what classes should I take, you know? And so 
the strategy was take them all <laughs> and then and then sort of a product uh, pro, uh, you know a uh, uh, process of elimination and so my my advice to uh, anyone interested in stem is go for it uh, don't make it a mystery uh, stem is it's it's a natural curiosity in, in a person, in, in, in a child. And I think that having them intern, having them sort of, uh, you know, any type of apprenticeship program, any type of uh, workshop, uh, if, if a child is interested, have them do it. I think that um, knowing, uh, it's not so much about knowing what you want to do, it's just knowing, you know, hey, I've tried that. I, I, I don't particularly, you know, uh, in, let me try uh, something else. And, and I want to make it real and attainable uh, for, uh, for kids. Just making science not, it's just part of your life, uh, part of uh, how you think, how you, you go about your life, just being curious and wanting uh, answers to questions. Uh, that's, that's really how I like to approach it, and I would encourage anyone interested in science to approach it that way as well. Right. Zaina, I think you and I are very similar in the fact that um, I will be a first-generation college student. I am also the first in my family to be interested in the STEM field. Um, I think, like you, I just went into high school saying, take all the classes. We're going to eliminate a few that I don't like and just see where my interests lie, right? Yeah, no, that's wonderful. It's a, great, it's a great approach, and you pick up certain things along the way that actually make you stronger uh, uh, scientists or engineer or uh, uh, technologists because I, I think it's that overview, that being able to be a critical thinker. And I don't think that you sort of have to stay in that frame of mind of I'm, I'm a scientist to, to be a good uh, scientist. I think having those other experiences strengthens your, your ability uh, as a scientist. I actually have a story. I, I was working uh, while I was a student, and um, uh, it was a sort of a three-day experiment. Uh, I think it was a distillation, and we had to wait uh, for the the cylinder to to cool down before we add the ethanol. And, and so I, I like to cook, so I think I have a higher, you know, I can do high temperature. I have a high tolerance for temperature. So I was hurrying to get to the restaurant where I was, you know, waitressing. And so I, I thought it was cool enough because I had to make it to work. And I just, you know, gently poured the ethanol in there and then the whole thing just exploded, right? And so uh, thankfully, you know, we had a, you know, very uh, uh, good teacher. He got to it and, you know, put out the fire. But, um, but that was the end of the experiment after several days of doing the experiment. And so I had to write a report. And I'm sure he was wondering how I was going to pull that off, right, where you have to put your results were. And so I just went ahead and sort of wrote it as you normally would a scientific paper, everything happened, except for the part where there was the result. And then I, I got creative because I love reading and writing as well. I, I wrote exactly what happened and why it happened and why I did not have a result and I learn out of it. And I just go, well, you know, it is what it is. And I gave it to the professor. And to my surprise, he gave me an A plus. He said that was for creativity because I was very impressed <laughs> to see how you were going to get out of it. So, yeah, I do agree with you that uh, having that ability to, you know, again, think outside the box and, uh, you know, <laughs> 
Being a good writer will help you, yes. <laughs> right. I would have loved to participate in that lab. I want to, not that I like the chemicals burn, but I was just wondering, what do you hope your legacy will be and why? Um, you know, I just want to be uh, a helper, right? Uh, I, I think um, anyone that I come in contact with, whether they're young, uh, old, or anything like that, if I can help them to get to, you know, just one one inch towards their goal, towards their step, I, I feel fulfilled. Um, I, I I just, um, you know, you come, you meet a lot of interesting people like you, <laughs> for example. I, I it just makes me happy. Just meeting people and uh, getting to know people, learning all the similarities and differences uh, in, in all of us. But, but I hope that, uh, you know, when people think of me or when they meet me and they, they, they sort of uh, leave with the impression is that I, I, I've learned something uh, or I, I have clarity uh, or she was helpful. <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, Zaina, I just thank you so much for being here with me today. I just have one question. It's a final question. Very, very difficult one. Would you rather build a snow fort or a sandcastle? Um... <laughs> A sandcastle. <laughs> I live in California. I live, I, live, I live at the beach. There's plenty of sand. Uh, I love sand. And uh, even though I grew up in Chicago, I think I got all the cold, the tolerance for cold out of my system. So always, always, it would be a sandcastle, definitely. Oh, wow. I think that, that is where we differ. Um, <laughs> see, I love snow. So I will totally take the snow for, you know. Really? make a little blanket in there okay uh, okay well maybe we can have a moment where we're in big bear somewhere where we can have the best of yes. snow and yes. sand in the same spot well thank you so much for being here with me today Zana. it was a pleasure talking with you it was a pleasure fiona i hope to really yeah, i do hope to meet you and i would love to to you know stay in touch because i'm i'm pretty sure whatever it is that you end up doing is going to be fantastic and i can't wait to watch thank you so much for listening we hope you enjoyed zayna and fiona's conversation for more on our stem sisters go to www.stem.abbott and look out for more episodes wherever you get your podcasts